Welcome to Creativity Talks with me, Susan Yates, artist, author, and creative entrepreneur. This show discusses topics around my fundamental belief that everyone is creative. Each week through mindset talks, listener questions, and guest interviews, I will help to inspire you and bring creativity into your daily life. So grab a cuppa, sit back and relax, and let's get stuck in. Well, hello, everybody, and a huge welcome to Creativity Talks, episode 11. We are very quickly getting through these episodes of season one. They're going to be 16 episodes in this first series or first season. And then I'm going to be pausing for a few weeks or a few months until the second season comes out. Now, last week, we had a wonderful discussion with Joanne Hawker, who runs the March Meet the Maker initiative. I really enjoyed that discussion. And before the end of the series, there will be three more interviews with various different creatives. Some of them are super fun that I will be sharing you every other week. So next week, there'll be an artist interview, then there'll be a discussion and back to an artist interview. And before we know it, I know the end of the series is going to be coming to a close, which I'm quite sad about. It has been so wonderful sharing my thoughts on creativity with everybody through this wonderful podcast medium. Now, I just wanted to share something else before I move on to today's discussion. I've been sat here today editing videos and recording things for my own business. And I was literally just about to start recording this podcast. And all of a sudden, the heavens literally opened. And it sounded like the rain was literally in this room, which... I believe is not good for recording audio when you have got thundering rain hammering down on your rooftop. So I had to wait a good hour or two before starting this podcast. So I've been sort of thinking about it and and the introduction over the last couple of hours as I've kept myself entertained with other things before jumping on here and discussing creativity with you. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I do find the summer a really wonderful time to have a bit of space and time to rest and reboot. I think it's something about having a little bit of sunshine here and there. I said that just after mentioning the torrential rain today. This is the English summer after all. But generally, the weather has periods where there are some sun and we can get outside. And I find myself that being outside in nature is just something that really inspires me and helps me to recharge the batteries, to reframe. And any time that you can get outside in nature or any time that you can actually relax and rest, it is a really wonderful opportunity to restore. And I find that also helps boost creativity. Sometimes I really do need to sort of step back for a period of time away from creative Um, activities and and sometimes I sketch sometimes I don't but I just step back enjoy the country sun I've been out cycling walking doing lots of things outdoors and even just in my garden potting things up and watering the plants and I really find that sort of downtime and that being in nature and that observing helps me rest and recharge and get a bit more creative But that's not what this episode is about. What I wanted to share with you today was a Tea with Susan discussion, which is a creative mindset discussion that I do with my um, Inspire membership groups. It's a sketching membership that I run and people get sketching tutorials and discussions each month. And a few months ago, we had a talk about confidence and courage as an artist. And I think this subject will also be very helpful and interesting for all of you listening now. And so I thought this was a wonderful opportunity to share this discussion with you. 
So I'll pause now and I'll let myself take over in the Tea with Susan discussion. I hope you enjoy. Hi everybody and welcome to our Tea with Susan discussion. Now this month I want to talk about confidence um, and having confidence and having courage um, as an artist. I think sometimes this is something that a lot of people struggle with, myself included, to have confidence in your abilities, confidence in in doing your work, in sharing your work. And I think confidence comes with practice and comes with time. It's something that a lot of people struggle with and I think sometimes we ha we're full of confidence and everything's going great and other times our confidence is low. So I think everybody has their own sort of wave or arc that they follow in terms of confidence and um, myself included. I have days where I'm on top of the world and everything's going great and other days where literally everything falls apart and I've had one of those days today where my computer wouldn't work, I got drenched in the rain, everything just wasn't working, I printed some sketchbooks back to front I was like ugh and it does knock your confidence. So I think our confidence goes on this, this ebb and flow, this high and this low. And some, some of us, our highs are higher than others. Some of us, our lows are lower than others. I'm fairly sort of steady, ploddy in, in the middle. I have, you know, I'm fairly confident, but not super confident. And I don't get really, really low either. So we'll all find we have different spikes um, and low points, so highs and lows. So some of our highs will be really high, some of our lows super low. We'll all have our own kind of um, level for how good and bad we, we find ourselves in terms of, of confidence and, and courage with what we're doing. And I think the tricky thing with art and with creativity is that it's incredibly personal. So when you're, it's not like when you're doing like a maths problem, one and one equals two, you're either right or wrong. So you can't, you know, you can't get personally offended if you've done it wrong. It's, it either is right or wrong. There is no right or wrong when it comes to art. And I feel for me, that gives me more confidence because nobody can tell me that my art is wrong and nobody can tell you that your art is wrong and they certainly shouldn't and I never will. Um, there might be wrong ways to use a pen, you know, you've got to use the right end of the pen and there might be correct or proper ways to use a technique but what's great about art is the way that we play with those techniques and we mix media we we don't use things in a traditional way so that is okay too and I think sometimes that is what actually makes having confidence really hard is when we don't know if we've done something right or wrong because it isn't a tick box exercise where I've done this it's correct there is no correct or wrong and, and, and often we're doing art for the, the pleasure, for the fun, for the, the you know, the hab habit of doing creativity, for, for boosting our creativity. Um, we're not doing it to, you know, get points or to, you know, some of us might be doing it to complete a course, but Inspire is not to get a certificate at the end of the year, for example. It's just to enjoy creativity for creativity's sake. So when there isn't a um, and easy, you've done this right, you've done this wrong, I think it's easy to lose confidence because you don't know if you are doing it right or wrong. It's very hard to feel confident that you're doing something correct or right when there is no way of judging this. And so I think what I'm trying to get to is that all of this is in here, it's in our minds. So confidence is all about you know, how you feel about your art. Um, 
and you know we could look at some pieces of art and you won't know how confident the artist behind it is you know if i asked everybody to do a drawing of a building you could all do a drawing of a building we could all look at them and go oh, i like this one i don't like that one i like the colors here da, da, da. but we would have absolutely no idea how comfortable or confident that artist was the drawing might be confident as in there are bold lines but we don't know what's going in the head of the artist behind the actual piece of work so um you know somebody who is more confident might just produce more work than somebody that doesn't or more using bold line maybe but you know maybe not somebody could have a very strong technical drawing skills and or a very bold style but still be not very confident about approaching art um in their minds so um, I think there's lots of things that you can sort of start to introduce if you find that lack of confidence or lack of courage to kind of try new things is something you perhaps struggle with um, when you come to art practices. And I think one of these, um, one of the things, uh, there's a the phrase called imposter syndrome and it's basically feeling that you know you don't have the right to be an artist you don't have the right to do art because you haven't trained in it at university you haven't um you know who are you to do it you know you may do something else or have a different career you can't just pick up a paintbrush and paint um and i think you know artists come across this quite a lot um and again it's something that you know i sometimes think you know oh am i really an artist can I really do this and it's like of course you can everybody can um you know yes I've done fine art at university but still there's those doubts and things that creep in and this happens to a lot of artists a lot of artists you know and in, in all sorts of careers and industries and people will get this imposter syndrome of can I do this you know this isn't really you know I'm not really allowed to do this surely so I think I think it, it it's identifying the fact that you may feel this and doing it anyway um, and giving yourself permission you know perhaps not to be the expert but you're still allowed to have a go um, nobody is saying you can't paint you can't draw everybody has the right to creativity to create to make things um, you know you may not enter into you know portrait artist of the year and win and year and win it i mean i certainly won't um but you know there's nothing wrong with me trying if i ever wanted to um anybody can do that if they want to put their minds to it learn the skill of doing portrait painting and apply for it um so i hope that makes a little bit of sense um Another, another thing that I find helpful for building self-confidence is setting yourself small, achievable challenges or goals. And that is something the 30 Day Sketchbook Challenge is all about. Doing small, achievable tasks regularly and achieving them builds confidence. So if, for example, you want to build confidence and work on that, I would set yourself a very specific, narrow challenge um, and work through it and that will build your confidence the i really see this i don't know whether everybody else really sees this but i really 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 see at the end of the 30-day sketchbook challenge when people have been working through it, and they may not have done all 30 days but there has been a focus on doing sketching throughout january by the end of the 30 days and you may have felt this personally there is just this sense of confidence and achievement and because I see 
lots of people all at once having this big overwhelming build-up of confidence it really highlights the fact that by doing you know a, a challenge by doing something consistently you get this big boost of confidence um, so sometimes doing something especially a challenge can really help to boost confidence um, Another thing that really helps is to talk to other people. You know, problem halved and um, problem shared is a problem halved. And the Inspire group is the perfect um, community to do that. So if you are having doubts, it's fine to share them in the Inspire group. Um, and I am sure that the group will cheer you up, support you, help you. So if, for example, it's trying a new technique and you're not confident and you want tips or, um, you know, some feedback, the Inspire group will provide that for you. I've seen it time and time again, um, how supportive this group is. So do use the group to help boost your confidence by, you know, sharing a little thing here and there. And it, you know, it really will help, you know, when you get other people's perspective, when you get their feedback, it will really help because there will be some very, very positive comments come through in the group. Um, Another thing I would say, um, and my mantra for this year, which I think I shared back in February, is create, don't consume. And this goes back to the fact of sometimes you just need to shut off looking at other people and comparing yourself to other people. Everybody is on a different stage of their own personal journey. If today is the first day you've ever picked up a paintbrush ever, and you're looking at accomplished artists who've been doing it for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, the level of technical ability is going to be different between you who've never tried it before um, to somebody who has been doing it for years. So for example, I've never done oil painting. If I suddenly decided, right, today is the day I'm starting oil painting, and then I start looking at you know, really, really good oil painters who are accomplished, who are selling their work, who are well known for it, and I start to compare myself to them, I'm gonna feel pretty rubbish, pretty, low and non-confident so don't compare yourself to others you don't know where on the journey they are you know they could look at you and say you're proficient in watercolors and they've never done it before they might look right back at you and go oh my goodness I can't do watercolors and then they might feel not confident so comparison can sometimes be a really um, non-helpful thing to be doing you know when you're looking at um you know skills like creative skills so try not to compare yourself and i know that there's so many beautiful bits of work out there and this is something i have to really really be conscious of myself i personally limit my time looking on social media because i know that i go down this beautiful wonderful rabbit hole of looking at you know for me my instagram account is like an art gallery because all i follow is artists and um arty staff and designers so when i go onto there all i see is this beautiful work and if i go on there too much it starts to you know drop my confidence because i start to go well i can't i can't do that these people are so amazing and my confidence just gradually drops 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 so i limit myself in how much i look at other people's work it's great to be inspired and to do it within reason but and this is why part of my mantra for this year myself personally is create don't consume and what i do for blocks of time within the week is just shut myself in my studio i don't look at anything and i just create so i do my own thing and through doing my own thing i start to build my own confidence because i'm being true to myself and my own likes and dislikes um and 
you know, a couple other points I want to cover before I finish this video. There's so much more I could talk about in terms of building confidence. And I think it might be something I come back to again. Um, learning as well. Learning is a really good confidence builder. Learning a new skill, learning a new technique, because it just, it keeps your brain ticking. And I think this is another great thing with Inspire, is you're constantly learning new techniques, new skills, having a go at new things. And then when you look back over the course of three months, six months, you realise how much you've achieved. And that gives you confidence that, gosh, I've tried this, I've tried that, I've done this exercise. Look at these sketchbooks that are full. This productivity builds confidence. So learning, 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 reading books, um, studying courses, watching tutorials, learning can really help to build your confidence. Um, and, and the other thing, and something that I say quite a lot, is focus on process, not perfection. Let go of perfection. Focus on um, enjoying the process for what it is. You know, why do you create? Why are you an inspire? You know, why are you doing this? And, you know, hopefully it's because you enjoy making stuff. Um, that's why I do all this. I enjoy making stuff. It makes me less grumpy. Um, so I focus on the process. So sometimes um, it's very easy to get bogged down with finished end results. And that certainly happens to me if I'm producing something that I'm going to be selling. So if I'm printing onto the front of sketchbooks, I'm going to be selling. If something goes wrong, as in I can't sell it, it's a bit annoying. But when you're creating for the purposes of creating, if you just begin to enjoy the process and let go of the end result, again, that can build confidence and courage in what you're doing. Um, and I, you know, I often find that when I let go of end results, when I let go of trying to finish something, I, I often am more creative and I create things that are more unique, that are more me, that are more representative of what I believe in and what I enjoy. Um, you know, and very often what I will do is work in, you know, a series or say I'm going to do 20 of something and, th and that's it. I'm not going to say, you know, I want so many finished pieces. I'll do 20 of something. So 20 little prints, 20 drawings, 20 sketches, you know, or 30 sketches if you're doing a 30 day sketchbook challenge. And then you might find of those 30, you would consider a handful of them or half of them or 10 of them to be successful or something that you think you've done, you know, well or are finished. Um, so when I'm working on prints, so I might do 10 little mini prints, I'll probably find three or four of them are ones that I think I can print those onto products, I could use them as finished prints that are ones that I would say are finished. But you have to go wrong to go right sometimes. And it's okay to make mistakes. Um, and I think if you start to accept that it's great to go wrong, it's fine to go wrong, and, and going wrong is part of the process. You, you need to go wrong and you need to experiment to to get to an end end goal. You know, if you're trying to go somewhere and you've got no map and you've, you've got no sat nav, you've got no phone to direct you, you know, you're gonna have to go down some side streets to see if that's the right route. And if it's not, fine, you come back down the side street and you go back off on another and eventually you'll find your way through. Like if you're going through a maze, let's say, if you're working your way through a maze, there's all these different alleyways, but there's only one way through. You don't know that way through until you've gone off and discovered and gone through these little paths and come back again and then you find your route through. And I think that's, for me, what kind of finishing a piece off or producing something that I'm happy with is all about. It's about, going down those little, you know, one-way streets. It's about exploring up those tangents and, and 
beginning to kind of connect the dots and explore sideways and everything until eventually the, the way through presents itself to you or you eventually get there. Um, so I hope that helps. Um, the time on this video has gone very quickly and I'm aware that um, I'm at the point where I need to sort of um, stop and actually get my cup of tea and drink it. <laughs> As usual, there's a hot cup of tea getting cold next to me. Um, but I think, you know, perhaps share your, your points on confidence underneath the video if you'd like to. Um, and I think with these Tea with Susan videos, I think if you take just one useful point away from what I'm talking about and you implement that into your creative practice and that helps you to build your confidence, then we're winning at life, aren't we? <laughs> okay, so I hope that helps. Um, and, you know, if you do struggle with confidence, try, you know, thinking about one or two of these different things and how you can implement them. And, you know, focus on the process, um, keep learning, keep doing, set yourself a challenge and hopefully, you know, and accept that sometimes the confidence will be low and that's okay and sometimes it will be higher and hopefully we can bring those lows up and bring those highs up as well so that generally all your confidence, even though it's flowing up and down, gradually shifts upwards um, with time. Okay, I will speak to you again soon. Thank you for listening to UT with Susan and take care. Okay, so welcome back and I hope you enjoyed that Tea with Susan discussion and as you can tell from the audio that was there, this was from my Inspire membership which I referred to a couple of times within that section and I think in particular where I referred to seeking help or sharing your problem or your lack of confidence with a group, that can apply to anybody. So of course, the, num the members that are in my Inspire sketching group, they can call upon each other for support and to help when they are having moments of doubt or want to um, get assistance with things if there are queries or questions or sort of genuine yeah, doubts when it comes to a specific technique that we may be working on altogether. But that is, of course, completely transferable to any community or any group. So whether you're in another Facebook group with a community of other creatives or artists, or you know people locally, or you've got friends and families that you can share your problems and your worries with, with regards to confidence and courage, you know, share those problems with those people. And I think there's perhaps one more point I'd like to make having re-listened to that Tea with Susan discussion a second time. Um, and that is perhaps have some kind of mantra or affirmation that you repeat to yourself to attempt to boost your self-confidence and courage with your creative work. And I would like to have a separate discussion regarding imposter syndrome, which is a big, big, big topic. And I'd like to tackle this in detail in another episode. But one thing that I find personally very useful in building confidence and courage is repeating a mantra to myself. And I know within the Tea with Susan discussion, I talked about my goal for the year, which is still applicable, which is all about create, don't consume. And that is a an affirmation and a mantra that I attempt to stick by and I repeat to myself and I've got stuck up on my wall. I've also used in the past things like I am an artist and literally sort of drawn those words out, stuck them up on my wall and referred back to them time and time again 
just as a way of reaffirming that I am confident, that I am you know, courageous in my work and that I am an artist and I'm owning what I'm doing. So finding yourself a mantra or an affirmation, just a very short phrase, something that really resonates with you and can really help, um, will help you to build confidence in your work. And I really do believe that with building self-confidence, just doing um, helps. So to be an artist, you need to do art. To be a musician, you need to make music. To illustrate, you need to illustrate. So if you want to be confident in something, you need to do it a lot. Um, you know, I use sketchbooks a lot, for example. So therefore, I'm more confident in my sketchbooking because it's something I do a lot. And I think as I referred to you in the discussion, if I was to attempt oil painting, that is not something I do. So if I was to attempt oil painting, I would not be confident because I haven't done much of it. Um, so yeah, avoid that comparison trap as well. It's, it's, a, it's a very easy slippery slope to get into, but sort of, you know, try as much as possible to do your own thing. We are all wonderfully unique, beautiful, creative beings. So lean into that, really own that. You are an amazing, confident, creative being. And I think that's a fantastic point to finish on for today. I'll see you again next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Creativity Talks. To see the show notes and to find out more about how you can get more creative, go to www.creativitytalkspodcast.co.uk or search for the hashtag Creativity Talks. If you enjoyed the show, please let other people know about it by sharing this episode or the podcast webpage. You can also leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on. All reviews and recommendations are deeply appreciated and help to ensure that I can continue to make more episodes and inspire as many people as possible. Take care and stay creative. <music>